Welcome to the PRISM Education Center podcast. PRISM Education Center is a K-12 school committed to building principled leaders through sound values, solid culture, and strong community. PRISM Education Center is a Northgate school, and this is our podcast. Welcome to the final PRISM podcast of the 2020 year. I am Misty Newcomb. I'm the Executive Director of PRISM Education Center, and I'm here with the Director of Administration, Rachel Webster. Hi, everyone. With the Principal of the Fayetteville Campus and the Head of All Curriculum for PRISM, Lindsay Nichols. Hi, everybody. And it is, this is going to be our last podcast of the year. We're going to take a two-week break after when school's out, because we run just for the calendar year. And we thought it would be a great time to just pause for a second and reflect about um, not just this semester, but really the whole the whole kit and caboodle, the whole year. This was our first year to have a podcast. How exciting. Man. Yeah. It's, and, and I realized this week, uh, Lindsay, what did you say you were? Yeah, I was working on our like family photo album and running through all the photos. And I saw in January where we had pictures from our very first podcast ever. It was me, you, and Jessica Legrone. I think talking about school choice week. I think that's what mm-hmm. like what to look for. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How to choose a school. How to choose, how to a, choose a private school. school. Yeah. yeah. I think that's yep. what it was called. Yeah. It was part of, I remember that. It was part of school choice week, which is usually like the, the 24th or 25th of January. So it would have been, yeah, we probably recorded sense. it. I think we recorded all of those on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Yeah, you're right. Because the school was closed and everyone came out to our house and we, we all recorded it. And it's kind of funny when you think about that, because I feel like looking back at January really gives you this view of what happened in the world. I just remember yeah. we recorded three podcasts that day and you guys showed up for one. Mm-hmm. Caitlin, Ty and Sarah Dennison and I did another. Since that time, Caitlin has moved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Malachi and I did one. And the one that Malachi and I did was actually on why diverse schools are important and yeah, why our why schools, diversity matters. Yeah, why our schools should have racial, economic, and ability level diversity in it. Yeah, and it's kind of funny because that became like a really big. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. just like a month, a month and a half later. Oh no, like I think that was more in May where it really, where it really took. Yeah, off. where it yeah. really took took off. But I thought it was so interesting that 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 was to us that was of the of the the podcast that we did that was like one of the most important topics yeah. to co- talk about so at the true. very beginning. Mm-hmm. And that was because that was really deep in our hearts that, that diversity was important and um, not just, you know, to meet some diversity quota, but because of the rich, you know, the richness that it provides to our environment, mm-hmm. to our students when they, when they know people who have different lives in them yeah. and different experiences and, and can reflect the full beauty of God. And so that, that uh, I thought that was kind of interesting. It was also interesting that all those groups showed up together with no fear of uh, yeah. the, the, the size of the group. That's also something that we weren't thinking about yeah, very much in January. In Gone and... are the days. Mm-hmm. For now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's, that's, that's been, that's, that was kind of interesting just thinking about us doing that. So I thought, um, you know, this might be just a good time to talk through that podcast actually turned, I think, into a wonderful tool for us to stay into contact, stay in contact with our families, because we had this podcast. And if you think about the topics that we are covering, they were very general, general topics to the world, how to choose a school for your child. And literally no one was thinking about, I mean, that was a, we were talking about choosing a school. 
it was almost like we weren't even talking to Prism families. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I don't think we, we really weren't. Yeah. I mean, really, the point of that podcast, I think, was sharing out with others. How yeah. do you choose in a time, you know, a school choice week? Lots of people yeah. were starting to think about choosing schools. So right. we thought, we'll tell you how you choose one. Exactly. And I think that that's how it started. We thought, well, we get calls with these questions all the time. Mm-hmm. We, we have friends call us all the time. We have total strangers call us all the time. And it was clear people don't really know what they're looking for when they're looking for things. And right. they just know I'm looking for something and I'm not sure how to tell if it's if this is good or that is good and if this meets my needs. And so we just thought, let's just take a list of those questions that we get asked a lot, either by our own families or on these enrollment calls, and let's just start to answer them so that as families start to look at us, they kind of know who we are. Yeah. But it wasn't necessarily let's let's talk to our own families. And then March hit, and I remember – calling Christy Spillmaker who works for a big retailer and at that there was there was this urgency that was coming on that we were picking up I went to Arizona to visit our site out there and met a lot of prospective parents while I was there and in that meeting I realized that lots of people had been listening to our podcast and it was a real it had been a real resource for families and that was encouraging but as I came back from that trip I feel like that trip for me is sort of a marker inside of this this year yeah. because it was that trip that I started to think maybe we should do this for elementary families as well yeah mm-hmm. and maybe we should have a virtual program for elementary families as well it was also on that trip that people were wearing masks for the first time Oh, yeah, because I actually remember when you were getting ready to go. It was like, do I wear a mask? Is that something I should think about? It was like, is this a thing people are doing yet? Yeah, and we weren't quite sure if There were still so many questions. It was just hitting Washington and Oregon at that time, but not really. It hadn't really spread into the U.S. And so as I was flying on that plane, I remember seeing like, probably four people in masks, Mm -hmm. but people were starting to feel distant. Mm -hmm. That's how I described it when I came home to Clay was it felt like in the airport, no one was doing anything to protect themselves, but people felt a little bit leery of each mm-hmm. other. Sort of like, mm, I'm going to sit over five seats away. I yeah. felt that way. I was like, you know, I don't have a mask. I don't I don't know. I mean, it just wasn't a thing we were doing yet. Yeah. yeah. And then two weeks later, my daughter flew home from D.C. and I was like, go get an N95. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> See, go to the Walgreens down the street and make sure you fly home on that plane with an N95, don't don't come back with anything else. So with or without anything on, so that things changed pretty rapidly. But so you saw started to see some things ch- shift, and it was Wednesday. I think it was Wednesday, March 11th, that we I had a meeting here that night, and I asked Jeff, who's actually my brother, to come because he had been doing a lot of studying and he was really watching the news on this and he was tracking it even as early as when it was in Wuhan, and I asked Christy. Um, spillmaker to come and just let's talk about what's going on because toilet paper there was a run on toilet paper that oh, week right yeah. there were a lot of things that were selling out at the stores we were still in school there there wasn't a case in arkansas at that time and so i said hey let's meet and just kind of talk through what is going on and whether as a retailer you think that we really should be concerned i mean th- these were yeah. real practical questions like what yeah. should our families be doing right now and that night i feel like it kind of shifted towards let's talk to our families mm-hmm. right now about what they need to be thinking about and uh, while we were in that podcast, the NBA canceled, the NCAA started canceling, and you just uh, and Tom Hanks. Oh yeah, that was like that was such, such a turning point yes. when Tom Hanks 
came out positive for COVID-19. Oh, yeah, I definitely remember. I was in a meeting at that time, too, mm-hmm. separate from you, maybe. And I remember just being so distracted by my phone and being like, oh, so many notifications my goodness, what is happening? Yeah, it was so it was so interesting. And then um, shortly after that, of course, uh, within less than a week from that point, we shut down the school mm-hmm. and the podcast that week, that and that season really became a tool for us to reach families. Yeah, coaching, supporting, yeah. helping people kind of move through yeah. this new normal. Providing new had. resources. Yeah. 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 And I feel like there's kind of this, what we realized is there's a lot that we would say to families in the pickup line. Yeah. That we weren't able to say, or so we true. might... We might like talk to families as they're picking up packets or teachers might talk to their whole Mm -hmm. class. And we realize there's a lot that needs to be said that can't be said in a Mm -hmm. pickup line or a drop-off line anymore. But the fact is everyone needs it. Yeah. I was going to say, I think everything shifted too because it was suddenly a lot of the stuff we had to say was not just relevant to our parents. Exactly. Everyone is now online. Yeah. You know, we started getting questions from people in different states and different places like, what are you? what do we do? How do yeah. we work with our kids at home yes. in this uh, virtual environment? So there started to be a real shift where suddenly what we're doing is kind of what everybody's doing. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so the resource needed to go out further to more people. Yeah. I remember we started having people join up in our morning meetings when we started morning meetings. Yeah, that, so I felt like that was sort of this place. We did it on Facebook because we had a day to notice that school mm-hmm. was going to close right and we just thought well we i don't know that we can teach everyone everything about zoom but i do know for sure p- most people Enough most parents people know about facebook, have mm-hmm. facebook and mm-hmm. they can just log on and join those meetings and when we did that it's like well that made it public very public whether yeah. we wanted it or not mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> and so people started watching those morning meetings with their kids even if they weren't part of prison and so we we did get questions, and not just from parents, but from teachers too. And so we started releasing those podcasts, and it became this. It to me, it felt like we still had a hands. You know, it's almost like we were still connected. We mm-hmm. we each we still had a hand um, on on our parents, and our parents still had a hand on us. It was like this lifeline that we could connect to each other through. But it did get pushed on Facebook, and that some of those early COVID how to virtual school your kids, those podcasts. I've talked to people that I have not seen since high school who started listening to the Prism podcast at that point. Mm-hmm. That I I don't I don't even really know quite where they got it, maybe from Facebook, but um, they said that they started listening to it and it has really helped them. And I feel like that's where the podcast kind of took a shift to answering our own family's questions, but being much more practical. And the world just kind of went through something together. Right. Whether you felt together or not, we all went through the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's really true. I think that is, I think, and that's when we really started. I think we were getting a lot of feedback too. Not just that we knew people were listening. We were getting lots of feedback and questions and input from lots of different people that kind of started expanding our minds and how we can support people outside of prison. Right. How we can help bring some of what we experience here that's been so special, the community. Yeah. Nature of things, the oneness out into the broader podcast world. Right. And then Malachi and I did the series in the summer on the race in schools, race in Mm -hmm. the church. It was just racial. I can't, I can't honestly even remember how we worded it. Um, but it was, it was on the topic of race and another entity. And, um, and that was again, a time where I saw friends from way back called and wanted to have conversations that opened up a lot of just conversations. And that was sort of I feel like that's sort of how the podcast has has been. It's been yeah. this thing where 
you have questions that you want to ask, you have conversations you want to have with someone. And the podcast has sort of been a sounding board for everyone mm-hmm. of like, I would like to hear someone else's viewpoint on what's going on. Mm-hmm. I would like to hear, I'd like to understand how other families are handling this or dealing with this situation. Right. And it's sort of become a much more intimate, a much more raw resource. I think when we talked about technology, we delved into areas that, you know, not not every school delves into, but it's right. because everyone's yeah. kids were home alone. And mm-hmm. we all felt this sense of... We've got to talk about this We got to talk about some of this stuff. And we've got to... All of our kids are home alone right now. And we're in virtual... None of us ever thought they would be using virtual well, yeah, you know, we, computers. For so long, we yeah. as a school have been like, oh, let's avoid computers. We don't need them. Yeah, we let's avoid <laughs> let's, phones. Let's not use these when we don't need them. Yeah. And it was like... We need these all day long. Yeah, we need these a lot. And we need everybody to know how to use it wisely. And so I feel like the podcast has sort of morphed into, there's still updates for the school, like we did last week where we just talked about COVID. But actually that that update was probably pretty practical for people who go to other schools yeah, as well because we were talking about this is what's happened in the u.s mm-hmm. anyway what's been the most effective yeah what yeah mm-hmm. what kind of the science is is showing right now so it's it's hit some things like that that are pretty general but it's also been a really great tool for us as as a school to talk about like real personal things yeah gifted education ap classes should my kid take all these ap classes should we um, how do we walk through this season with our kids? Mm-hmm. How do we handle the stress of Microsoft Teams, the stress of isolation, the distance? How do we get creative and connect to each other as yeah. a school outside of mm-hmm. being quarantined? Yeah. So I feel like it's been a lot more intimate mm-hmm. than I think we ever thought it yeah, would be. I think be. that's a great way to yeah. describe. I mean, we really didn't know for sure. If you've listened to some of our early podcasts, I think even in the first one we said this, this has been a dream in the yeah. hearts, in our hearts for at least five years. I mean, I remember being in staff meetings and brainstorming names of this podcast years and years before it really ever happened. And so when it started out, I was like, well, we feel like it's time. Let's start it. And it really has been cool to see just how, I think, how all the different voices have come in to shape what it's become. And just seeing, like you said, what it's become, this actually intimate tool to connect in a season where connectedness is not always the easiest thing to come by. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's been just great to be a part of it. I think it's been just really enjoyable to listen and hear all the things that um, we've talked about this year, getting to be a part of it. And Mm -hmm. even just the last couple episodes, getting to be back here in the office and um, just contribute in the ways that I've been able to contribute has been really meaningful to um, even log in from the back end to see you know, the analytics of like the different locations in which people stream in and the number of listens has been um, just really cool to see just the impact that it's seemingly having across, you know, America and sometimes even broader than that. Right. Yeah, it is kind of that that side of things is super interesting to me. I think moving forward, I feel like the, the podcast sort of found itself. It found yeah. itself like the role it's supposed to have. Um, it's uh, I don't know if that's the right way to word it. Um, I like it. It makes it. We're talking about it being intimate. It kind of personifies our podcast. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's just it's found itself. It, it has done what exactly. <laughs> I love it. Uh, it's done what it's supposed to do, and it wasn't. It's it's done that organically. It yeah. wasn't like we felt like there's some things we want to say to people, to families. There's questions we get asked all the time. We want to respond to. So we weren't quite sure how to do that we felt like this would be a really great venue and it has been a great venue and and it's but it's spread beyond just our families 
which we kind of thought it would, that part we would, but it's been a really practical tool also for our families and a point of connectivity between our families. And it's been something that I feel like has just been a very special way of connecting to each other. It actually, sometimes when I think about what the podcast has done, it reminds me of those early years of prison when we were so small that anytime a parent had a question, they could just come into our office with, or a concern or a heartache or something like that. Mm-hmm. I remember they could just come into the office, whether that was one that Rachel and I shared or mm-hmm. whether it was the little cubby hole in the hallway at Prism South that I had alone, and we could just talk it out. And so sad things would happen. Hard things would happen in their family. Kids would go through difficult circumstances and we would be able to partner together in a different way. And I feel like with the podcast, we've done that. We're not in the same room, but we're still connecting. Our voices are there together in this tiny car for this very short trip. The pressure of getting, you know, having in and out conversations or meeting people's lunch, you know, their lunch hour, getting them back in time for lunch hour isn't there as much, but um, it's just a nice, it's a connecting point. And that connection's not limited by geography, not limited by time, not limited by COVID-19. Yeah, it's just what a beautiful thing. Yes. A wonderful thing. And so I'm really grateful for, I'm grateful for, it's a, I'm grateful for the podcast. I'm grateful for the tool that it provides. And I think looking forward, we're going to continue the podcast. It's something that we just said, let's just do it and see, just start it. And I, I actually remember us having this conversation. We are not going to do it unless we just do it. We're, yeah, uh, we, had, we like, just have to start last December because we had talked about it last year. By the end of the year, let's be in a space where we can start this. So in 2019, January, we said sometime in the fall, let's start thinking about this. And December rolled around and we just looked at each other and said, let's let's just do this. Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. let's just do this in January and don't let January go by. And without us having released a podcast. And so, boom, the we went and recorded those three on MLK Day because that was the only day that we could do it. Mm-hmm. And um, and so this year, we're saying, yes, we're going to continue this. There's been talk about changing the name. Those of you who know me know that I can't name things other than just like really practical. My, my, <laughs> my master's thesis was this long sentence because it's like, well, this is what I'm talking about. And so I'll just say all the things I'm talking about in that. In that. It's like, well, this is our podcast. We're this is a prison podcast, so let's just call it that. Yeah. So, so you know, there's Keep been talk simple. about about making it because it does serve such a broader crowd than just um, that. Just the, just yeah, our prison family. Yeah, let's spread it out and let's make it. Um, let let's call it something that actually captures what it is. So we may change the name. We may do some 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 things, but but regardless, we'll still be here. We're still be yeah. here. And we're going to be keep having these conversations. And if you have questions or, or things that you'd like us to cover, send it to us. Shoot us an email. We do have an email address. True that. Podcast we, at prismeducationcenter.org. Yeah. So if you've got ideas for 2021, what kind of things should we talk about, cover? What kind of support do you guys need at your homes or in your schools or yeah. anywhere else? We have an email address you can send mm-hmm. it to. It's podcast at prismeducationcenter.org. And podcast is singular. Yes. P-O-D-C-A-S-T. There you go. At Prism Education Center. We'd love to hear from you. Yes. You've got a couple weeks to give us some ideas of what you'd like to hear. I have so many highlights from 2020, but one of the greatest highlights has been walking through it together. And that Mm -hmm. together has meant not just the people in my home or in my physical place of work in Fayetteville, but that we've walked through it together as a community near and far, and it's felt arm in arm, and this podcast has been part of it. So I'm grateful for that, and I'm grateful for each and every one of you. We'll see you in 2021. 
This podcast is a production of Prism Education Center. You can subscribe to this podcast through any platform you access quality podcasts, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Find out more about Prism Education Center by visiting our website at www.prismeducationcenter.org.